Hey, no, I'll be your honeybee, brother. Yeah, it's 98.5 The Bull. Today is hot country. Uh, I need a little help this morning, and Amber, you're kind of going through this. I think every parent goes through this. We love our children so much. I mean, that is the love of my life, my little boy. Yes. Um, and it's so sweet when he brings home artwork he does from school. And he's been in, like, a preschool since he's been zero. <laughs> and, you know, when they're zero and they make artwork, uh, I can tell the teacher just did it at that point. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. Um, and then they get to be about one, and then they just scribble nonsense, and then the teacher writes Mac on the bottom of that. And over the years, I've got hundreds upon hundreds of pieces of paper or things they made out of paper plates or whatever it is, <laughs> and uh, I could never throw it away. Some some of the good stuff was honored by ending up on the fridge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the best. The best. But... Daniel brought up a good point. He's like, Ty, what are you going to do with all this artwork that you have in the house? And we've moved a couple times in the last few years, and they are in a cardboard box. I have not opened this cardboard box to rifle through this stuff. And I just, I still don't have it in me to throw it away, though. So I don't know what to do. Daniel, what do you think we should do? You're not a parent, so this would be an unbiased outside perspective. Eventually, you're going to have to get rid of it. You know, because... When the kid's like 15, when they get to be miserable teenagers, maybe that's when you should get rid of them. <laughs> I bet it will be easier then. Right. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, they, when they won't even look at you anymore, <laughs> that's when you can just It'll go and just be, burn it all in the uh, backyard. Yeah, while they're sweet and precious, it's hard to do that. Maybe that is the answer. Amber, do you have any feeling one way or the other what you're going to do with all this stuff that Jade's going to be bringing home? Well, I'll be honest. I don't have a ton of artwork from him yet. I mean, he's three, just turned three. Um most of his projects are like building dinosaur bone skeleton, things like that, and painting the cardboard pieces or whatever. And those stand up like on a shelf in our house. So those are displayable. But when you have hundreds of pieces, because you're in a different situation, your mom helps with him. But my boy's been in school his whole life. Poor kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll be in school most of his life, apparently. And I just don't know what to do with it. So I was wondering if any parents have gone through this. And it doesn't. Maybe you have teenagers now. Maybe your kids are out of the house. But eventually you had to make a decision about this artwork, right? What if, like, say it's Thanksgiving and they, everybody makes that oh, yes, handprint the turkey? turkey. turkey yes. I, I used to have been doing this for hundreds of years. But uh, right. maybe if Mac brings that to you, Tug, you just gently take it from his hands, look at it, <laughs> look him right in the eye, and crumple it up and throw it in the garbage. That'll be good. What do you think it would do? It wouldn't traumatize him at all. <laughs> I'll oh, my him. gosh, Daniel, that's awful. I'm, I'm just trying to think of what would happen if I'll you would to grow get up him. to hate art or be, want, want to be an artist just to, you know, get attention. I have to get him into the best clinics after such a traumatic <laughs> yes. experience. Yes. But here's another thing. I remember doing this art. I can vaguely remember as a kid doing this art. This wasn't stuff that I just sat down and decided to do. I was made to do this right. by the teachers. Like so, the macaroni necklace and stuff? Right. This is not something that I just sat there and all of a sudden was inspired to create art. The teacher yes, made me do it. But if your mother looked you in the eye and threw it away in front of your face, you would still feel badly about it. I think I would have been like, meh. Right. Okay. Yeah, please. Sure. Get out of here. <laughs> if you're you're made to do it, it's not like he just decided to do it. Although I will say that even if they're, quote, made, unquote, made to do it, when it's Father's Day or something or Mother's Day, he is so excited to bring that home to us, even if they were told to make the card. I still so, have a book that my stepdaughter made me for Mother's Day, I mean, gosh, 12 years ago now. So you, you do hoard like I do. I do have that book, yeah. So parents, maybe you've been through this. What are you doing? Do you keep this stuff forever in the hopes that one day you will go through it? 
or do we just need to kind of bite the bullet and just go ahead and get rid of it? Maybe save the important ones like the Father's Day cards and that kind of thing. I'm taking notes, so I know what All to right. do. Let's let's learn. Let the healing begin. 918-879-9898. It's 918-879-9898. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Chris Lane, 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country, Ty Daniel. Amber Glaze. Hey, good morning. Who is, who's this? Joy. Joy, what city are you calling from this morning? Muskogee. Muskogee in the house. All right, so you got all your, your child's artwork, and uh, you don't want to throw it away, but what do we do here? Have you been through this? Uh, well, I'm a teacher. Oh. So um, I suggest that you scan it on your computer or something, and then you could, like, make have a book made out of it, like on Shutterfly or Facebook, Facebook. You know, it's not a bad idea. What if I actually just took the pages of artwork and put them into a, made a book? But it, yeah. I mean, after the four years of scanning, that would be. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, you could just put it in a scrapbook and then whatever. And like the Mother's Day things, you might want to frame. Could frame the good stuff. All right. Yeah, well, I know the name of that book. Book I'll never look at again. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> What did you do with your child's artwork? 918-879-9898. We'd love to hear. We need to know what to do. We're at a loss. It's 98.5 The Bull on today. Ninety-eight five The Bull. Today's hot country. Tag Daniel Amber Glaze. Hey, who this? My name's Amber. Hey, Amber. What city are you calling from? Tulsa. Shout out Tulsa. What do you do with your child's artwork? So I'm 32 years old, and my mom kept all of mine, my brother and my sister's artwork. Like, she has plastic tubs full of artwork from when we were growing up, oh. and she's actually pulled it out and showed our kids Oh well, um, our artwork. Well, how, how bored were I, your kids? I, on the other hand, um, mine, I have a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 9-year-old. Mm-hmm. And do they, so, enjoy, do, they, do they enjoy seeing this artwork? Yes, because one of the girls, the reason my mom pulled them out is because it was like one of those like um, Thanksgiving turkeys or whatever. I don't remember, but um, that my girls had made at school. And she was like, oh, well, your mom made one of these and pulled it out to show that. All right. So maybe there's a little. Well, she was about to tell us what she did with her. What do you do with your kids artwork then? Do you save it or? I'm. I'm not one to say that. No, I take pictures of some of it, but <laughs> yes, yeah, I definitely have pictures of artwork in my phone. And then you just throw it right in the garbage, or how do you dispose of it? Uh, not the greatest of days, but we're having a happy time here on 98.5 The Bull. 57 today is our high, and a little bit of rain. Hey, good morning. What is he? Not the greatest you, of days. You like, sounded it's just, so Bob Ross just then. I just meant that there's some happy little trees out there, but it will be rainy. Is and this cloudy. NPR? He, what? What is happening? It's like doing a show with Edgar Allan Poe. He's just like <laughs> not the greatest of days. How about Edgar Allan? No. Okay. What does that even mean? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Here we go. Right. Um, very important topic. We're talking about your child's artwork. Uh, good morning. It's the bull. Who's this? Hey, this is Stephen. Stephen. You got any uh, idea about this? Do you throw your kids' artwork away or what? Yeah, no, so here's what we've done. We've collected most of our son's artwork and our daughter's stuff. So what we've done is we've taken of each item, we've cut a about a one-inch piece off that artwork, and then we've put it into, made a big collage and put it into a frame. So now you can look at this frame that has a, like a collage of all these colors, but you can see each one of the artwork pieces 
within that collage. That's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. And then you build like an abstract yeah. out of it. He's destroying the artwork yeah. right in front of the kid. He's ripping it to shreds. <laughs> but but you can cut it in a square. You can cut it in a triangle. You can make all these different. Could you cut into a circle? Uh, Daniel, you could do a circle, please. No, listen, yeah. this is do the a, same we'll theory as like doing a t-shirt quilt. It like people is. save their t-shirts by doing a t-shirt yeah. quilt. Yeah. Yeah. That way you don't have to throw it away and it shows your kids you're you cherish it. You just like little pieces of it. I actually it. really love that idea. But I also own a t-shirt quilt. So. Sounds like it would be a big <laughs> project to cut, I don't know, a hundred thousand squares out of a hundred thousand pieces of artwork. It would be pretty cool, though, when it was all said and done. It's 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? My name is Jennifer. And what city are you in, Jennifer? I'm from Ulaga. 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 And what to do with our child's artwork? Well, I my son's still little bitty, so I don't have any of his artwork. But my mom kept all of my siblings and I's artwork. Mm -hmm. And when we were old enough and out of the house, she gave us the box to do whatever we wanted to with it. But isn't that kind of hurt your feelings that she doesn't want it and uh, she gave it to you to throw away? Absolutely not. Really? She she kept it for us to look through it and, like, see how we progressed through the years and said, you know, you can keep it for your kids and show them how your artwork was when you were little or you can throw it away if you don't want it. Why don't you try to sell I, some I of it on not. eBay? <laughs> there you go. I was definitely not Picasso, though. Actually, some of the stuff you see that goes for millions of dollars, it's nonsense. That's true. You know, just like a guy, like, took a paintbrush and just, like, threw it towards the painting. Yeah, that's called the Jackson Pollock. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a million dollars. And Are you going to go here and criticize art now? Hold on. Hold on. I was on an airplane once, and, you know, this is back in the day where you're forced to watch whatever they put on. Mm -hmm. And they had these art experts, and they had, like, an actual, like, a Picasso-esque, and then they also had, like, a third grader. And the guy was like, this is a masterpiece. They're like, well, a third grader did that. And that's he, he, they had to back up and be like, well, that's one talented third grader. <laughs> you know, like, they were experts at this stuff. Uh, well, want to do one more? Yes, play. What do we do with this child's artwork? Uh, good morning. It's the bull. Who's this? Now, this is Tabitha. Tabitha. Good morning. Where are you calling from? I'm in Skychuke. So what do you think about this uh, child's artwork? Should we just throw it in the garbage immediately, okay. or do we have to save it? So I'm a pre-K assistant, mm -hmm. and we do binders for all the kids, so like the cutest artwork that there is. And the parents get it at the end of the year. And so I think the rest I'm okay with getting rid of. <laughs> So we just choose the best and we throw all the garbage out. Yeah, that's uh, what I do with my own kids, too. That's reasonable. I mean, we can't keep every... And by the way, and I don't mean to be mean no. to one-year-olds, but it's a bunch of nonsense. They're just scribbling. Sure, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, for sure. Uh, like, they're, not, they're not artists. <laughs> no, that's really mean. <laughs> Stop it. I know. I say it about my own kids, not everybody's kids. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... From Gabby Barrett. I think she likes the guy. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country, Ty, Daniel, Amber, Glaze. Hey, let's play a game. You can play uh, along with us right there in your car. It's all about movies now. I know I've never seen a movie except E.T. in the theater and maybe one other. So this ought to be terrible for everybody. little fun fact, Amber. Anytime we talk about movies, Ty plays uh, Hooray for Hollywood. Okay. As the music bed. Yeah. He's done it for years. 
Awesome. Hot new song. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this is called Six Word Movie Plot. I'm just going to give you the plot of a very famous movie in six words. And based on those six words, you identify the movie. Uh, Amber, would you like to go first or would you like Tyke to go first? I'll go first. All right. First up, shark eats some people, then explodes. Sharknado. Wrong. Uh, can I guess? You oh, can. Jaws. Jaws. Yeah. Uh, Tyg, cloned dinosaurs eat some people too. Jurassic Park. Correct. Amber, teen romance with sparkly pouting vampires. I would like to know which one, please. That could be Breaking Dawn or New Moon or Eclipse. Twilight. 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 Yeah. Correct. Tyg, my name is Inigo Montoya. Repeat. I don't. I'm gonna pass. Wrong. Right. The Princess Bride. That is correct. Whose turn is it now? Amber's? Yes. Amber's. Children outsmart mob for pirate gold. Goonies. That is correct. Tig, alien just wants a phone call. E.T. Correct. Okay. Amber, guy joins army, runs, eats chocolates. <laughs> Forrest Gump. That is correct. Tig, <laughs> board game releases rhinos. Chaos ensues. Pass. Wrong! Jumanji. That is correct. Amber, Norse god, Wu scientist, fights brother. Thor. That is correct. Tig, future robot fights shape-shifting future robot. Transformers. Wrong! Terminator 2. Who won that one? I forget. I think I've, I feel like I came back and won that one. I don't know, but um, I'll give it to Amber. So we're (laughs) one-to-one on the quiz games here. And I hope you guys had a great time playing along with that. <laughs> that was something special. Uh, we'll do a tiebreaker here. Whoever shouts out the answer oh, first okay. wins. You must let me complete the question, though. Mogwai must not have midnight snacks. Gremlins. Dang it. There we go. I accept this award. I want to thank everybody in my life. You, you know you're Daniel. bad if Tig beats you in a movie quiz. This guy does not watch movies. I want to thank our agents. I'm not convinced that he did beat me just then. I'm pretty sure. I want to thank Rob Cryer, Steve Hunter. Man, what a brown nose. The producers. <laughs> Lord God the, above. The Griffin family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my massive victory. Hey, uh, Travis Meyer's doing something pretty cool tonight. And Daniel and I are especially interested in this because we're new to Oklahoma and the weather. And me and Daniel were like, people would say, oh, you can't uh, Oklahoma weather. You don't mess with it. We're like, ha, 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 ha. Then, meanwhile, the first thunderstorm we had, I, I curled up, I was in the fetal position. And then uh, one day I was out and ice started falling from the sky. And so Travis Meyer, tonight at 8 on News on 6, is going to do a weather special to inform and educate us, but not freak us out, just to make sure we know and maybe brush up on some things that we need to remember about weather around here. And uh, we're going to have Travis Meyer on in just a little bit, just after 8 o'clock right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... I want to dedicate that song to Amber and her engineer friend. It's 98.5 The Bull. (laughs) Today's hot country. Quick recap. Daniel, uh, excuse me, Amber, I keep saying Daniel. Amber went on a date. With a guy. You yeah, thought it went Sunday. pretty well. Mm-hmm. Then you didn't hear from him for a while. Then suddenly out of the blue, a day or two ago, he says, I'm picking you up on Friday night. And uh, we're going to Get ready. Some- we're going adventuring. And he won't tell you anything about it, which to me adds to the intrigue. Oh, absolutely it does. Yes. He's, he's good at this game. Daniel read these texts that he sent to you, and Daniel thinks he's an amazing uh, wordsmith. He's like a silver-tongued devil. <laughs> and uh, he's an engineer. A couple of thoughts on this is... 
I think now, since he's made such a big deal about not telling you where he's going to take you, that he's set the bar so high. This better be like some fantastic place because you can't just now he can't pick you up and take you to Red Lobster because he's like, we're going adventuring. Yeah, no, he did say adventuring. So you're right. He has set the bar pretty high. Yesterday, we talked about this on the air and I thought there's no way this guy is listening. Like, why, why would you think that, first of all? Well, because I'm, I've been doing this a while and I've gotten pretty good at figuring out like which guys are going to be glued to the show and want to know everything and which guys kind of just go about their own lives and don't really care. And I assumed that he was one of the guys that just wouldn't ever really tune in and listen. I so was wrong. That, that's, cra that's crazy to me. If somebody's asked you out, of course they're going to listen to the show. Not glued to it or anything, but... Am I a weirdo? Because I would not. Yeah, I you're would. weird. Of course. And you, Amber, other ladies have called this show and gotten on to you about not researching the guys you're right. that you're dating. And you're you right. need to get better at that. You're I mean, right. I don't know his last name. I, is, you're right. You've got to be a little safer. I'm not even trying to be mean about it, but I come know. on. But I know. we are going to put a tracking device on you or something. Um, but yeah, he heard that. He heard us discussing that yesterday. That's what you should do. Yeah. And so he heard all this stuff. And then, um, but you like him so far. Had a great first date. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Is it me you're looking for? I can see. Excited already. Well, so so he heard us all talking about him. What did he say? I didn't hear from him yesterday until around lunchtime. It was like noon. And he texted me and said, um, so I was up early enough to hear your chatter on the radio this morning. He calls it chatter? That's all I said. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I, yeah. I don't care for that. Chatter. And I said something I can't say right now on the radio. I'm sorry. Well, what? What, what a storyteller. Um, I, well, I used an acronym. Um be careful. <laughs> Screw my life is what I said. And oh, then okay. um, he sent back a whole bunch of like laughing emojis. And I said, you're having way too much fun with this. I didn't hear from him the rest of the day. That, until that guy's so good. I mean, yes. he hears it on the show, then waits hours. Yes. No, most guys will be like Doo -doo -doo, immediately. Yes. This guy's good. Yeah. He like. Well, hold on. I'm still trying to get to how he reacted. And all it was was I heard the show laughing emoji. Yeah, he well, was that's laughing. That's a big old nothing burger. No, no, no. Huh? So then he calls me last night. It's like, I mean, I'm in bed. I like I had already crawled into bed. I was on my laptop, kind of winding down for the night, and my phone rings, and it's him. Did you Did you get butterflies? Um, I immediately was like, Oh, here we go. You were like, I can tell by the way she's looking now. She was excited to get this phone call. It It surprised me. Okay. That's what this guy is. He's full of surprises. Okay, so he and calls. You answer. I answer the phone, and he's like, Just wanted to say hi. What are you up to? Still will give me no clues as to what we're doing tomorrow. None whatsoever. He's such a genius. All I know is he's picking me up at five. Amber, you're so hooked. Because had he said, we're going to go to this and we're going to go to this, you would already know it. But now it's going to be this amazing, like, magical journey. Yeah, he's doing this on purpose. Wow. He's what built it, it up way too much. Wow, it's too much now, Daniel? You don't think he I can... think he's built it up. I don't think he's going to be able to deliver on this uh, large promise of adventuring. Well, Daniel, I don't know if you've seen um, the men that I've dated, but the bar is not set very high. It doesn't take a lot to please me. Wow. Well, now you're cussing uh, the guy taking you out on the geez. date. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Um, that's Dang. not at all what I was saying. Wow, you're saying you have no, a low bar and now no. you're going on a date. Oh, no, that's Amber. not what I meant at all. Uh, so now oh we're going to have to like break this down. If he's going to take you, quote, adventuring... That, to me, says something like outdoor hike or something like that. I don't know if you want to, on a first date, go meet somebody in the woods. Well, he's picking me up. Okay. 
If he starts it... taking you toward the woods, what are you going to do? We have that tracker. Hope that JP has find my my friends on her phone. He's got a motorcycle, right? He does have a motorcycle. That's what, I bet that's gonna. I bet it's gonna have something to do with that. I don't think so. Maybe you wouldn't not. pick a lady up for a first date on a motorcycle because then she's gonna have helmet hair. You would if you knew that she uh-uh, had a riding jacket. <laughs> no, the helmet hair would mess everything up. So when do we get an update? So you're going on this date tomorrow. You're actually taking tomorrow off. Yeah, for my then, mom's birthday. Then Monday we'll know. Mm-hmm. Tyga, I want you to make some happen. predictions of where do you think this guy's going to take her adventuring. What are you going to go fight pirates? I don't get that adventuring. What does <laughs> I it hope mean? So. You're asking there the wrong guy. There might be booty involved. Huh? Oh my God, Amber! Come Amber. on, Amber. That's too much. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I can't she said that. Um, oh. You have no thoughts, Tyga? I think it's going to involve the motorcycle. And maybe uh, it'll be like a picnic at a park. How about that? I don't see him as a picnic guy. Okay. Well, I can't wait till Monday. Big hook. So Monday about this time. <laughs> better be a better deli- like, because I was thinking the Daniel guy was going to call up be angry. So irritated. I'm going to be so let down. If yeah. This turns out he's. I feel like you're just as invested as I am at this point. It uh, better be good then for Will. I just think he's true. really like. He's got. He's got to deliver. I think he's got himself into a little bit of a hole here. He kind of has. I mean, he's he. Hey, but he's been great so far. He might surprise us all. Oh, you guys realize he's had to do very little, right? He has texted me as little as possible, that's but he's his, made the most of every time he's texted that's me. That's his genius. Most guys they get too excited and they overtext and all that. His genius is, is that uh, he makes you wait around. That's it. Back I'm when, literally taking notes. Back when you were uh, dating, Tyg, if a lady would have texted you and said, we're going to go adventuring, uh-huh. would you find that to be charming or a little cringy? If I got to be around a lady, I'd like it. No, if a lady <laughs> used the word adventuring. Sure. I'd, yeah, no problem. See, I Daniel, just this is, either or and you go, sure. Uh, yes, I'd like it. Daniel, this is the reason Daniel doesn't have relationships because he'll pick somebody apart. Like you say the word adventuring, he's done with you. I didn't say I was done. I thought it was intriguing too. You I didn't just, like I chatter know, though. Chatter, I don't, yeah. You, I don't ever want to use that chatter. I heard your chatter this morning. <laughs> we're going to continue to chatter. Guess who we're chattering with next? The man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Travis Meyer. He's doing a weather special tonight on News on 6, and Daniel and I are scared of Oklahoma weather. Um, we didn't think we would be, and then it happened, and one day ice fell out of space, and uh, we, we better learn some things about this weather. So Travis Meyer's <laughs> doing a special tonight, and he's going to talk about all the things we're going to learn, and uh, all, all the rest you of You don't it. want to be out adventuring getting caught in that weather. It's that bad. is true. That's coming up just after 8 o'clock with Travis Meyer right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... There's that precious Luke Ryan. 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Uh, congratulations to, uh, are in order for Daniel today. Oh, yeah? What are Congratu- we congratulating him um, on? He doesn't know this, but uh, Daniel... Are you ready for this, Daniel? Yeah. I want to congratulate you, and I want to thank you for volunteering, even though you haven't yet. Um, but I have signed you up. You are the newest assistant coach of the Little League Tulsa Bulls baseball team. So congratulations. Um, I am your head coach, so I will be the boss of the team. And uh, we practice on Sundays, and we have games on Saturdays. We all have fun with that. I will be a silent partner. Uh, you will be an active assistant coach. I will coach. not be an active assistant coach. Yes, stay looking for I volunteers. Find, I find children's sports to be exceptionally boring. Tell you what, Daniel. 
These kids need coaches. <laughs> they sure And they're do. looking for volunteers. They and I have they are. volunteered you. Um, and if you don't want to do it, I want you to come to the ballpark on that first day and tell these sweet little kids that you have no interest in their lives. I'll tell them and I'll sleep like a baby. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Look at him. You ever been to a Little League game? Yeah, I have. Uh, when they're little, little, little. You know, the game is delayed because two kids are out playing leapfrog in the outfield. <laughs> uh, the parents are horrendous at these things they a lot are. of times. You wouldn't believe how the pa- the kids are so sweet and perfect, but the parents, like, act like it's the World Series out there. Yeah, and for four-year-olds. I, was, I coached baseball last year when we were still in Nashville, and before the season even started, I was getting emails from parents already angry about things that the league had going on. I'm like, I can't do this. So are you actually coaching a team, Ty? Yeah, it looks like that because um, my little boy is going to play ball. And, you know, I guess the other moms and dads aren't available. And I do. I am lucky that I have a job that I can leave here, you know, 11 or 12, and then I have my afternoons open. So it looks like I'm going to be. And Daniel, you're going to be the assistant. I don't think so. Uh, the, I'm out there. I When I, I dated uh, Stephanie and she had a son in the Little League. Yeah. And I'd have to go to these games. Yeah. And here's what the parents do. I'm not a big sports guy, but here's what the parents do during a Little League baseball game. All right, so the, the, their kid is up to bet. Mm-hmm. All right, keep your eye on the ball, Caden. Yeah. <laughs> the, the pitch is thrown. He swings. He misses. Good cut. Good cut. <laughs> the next pitch. Wait for your perfect pitch. Wait for, the, wait for your perfect pitch, Caden. Good cut. Good cut. That's right. Just keep waiting. Swing! A good cut. Good eye. Good eye. Good eye. <laughs> wow. Why do, why do parents feel the need to yell something the whole time when the kid is out there? I guess to give them encouragement, man. I was at track. I went to a track and field meet once. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more boring than baseball. The kid is running around this uh, this track. He must be 200 yards away from the parents. Keep going, Stephen. <laughs> like he was going to Run. <laughs> Keep going. Like, you ha- what do you have to yell something for? I think that's just a parent's way of making sure their child knows they're watching. The kid is 300 yards away. He's <laughs> running full blast. He's trying to keep, like, keep going. He's got to run a whole mile, and the whole time the parents are like, yeah, keep going. Don't stop. <laughs> I got you a glove, Daniel. I got, mm-hmm. you, I got you a uniform shirt, men's medium, already new. Please that's tell me you ordered. got him baseball pants, too. Baseball Daniel, pants? you would look no. so cute in baseball you, Ty, pants. Let me tell you, Ty, he's going to get so frustrated with these kids. He's going to grit his teeth. I know how frustrated he's going to get. But they're children. I don't get frustrated with you. I get, like, children like you, I do. but mm-hmm. not in So congratulations. Uh, guess who's up next? Travis Meyer, News on 6. He's got a weather special tonight. And we'll be talking to him all about that in just moments. On- The Boom. Good morning, Ty, Daniel, Amber Glaze. And with us, uh, in fact, News on 6 later this evening, ahead of the storm severe weather show with Travis Meyer. Travis is on with us. Good morning, Travis. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Things are well. Before we get to the show and all that, I have to ask you a more important question right now. When Uh, do you uh want to come bathing suit shopping with me and Daniel? Wow. That's, uh, I mean, like we're going to cover the whole body, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like one of those, like, yeah, like uh, you go scuba diving in. So you kind of guys thing? are going shopping for wetsuits? Yeah. Wetsuits, that's right. So what day are you, when are you free, Travis? I'll just put it down on my phone here. Uh, let's go ahead and do that next Wednesday. Uh, next Wednesday, all right, all right. It's a date. But, uh, wetsuit Wednesday, can't wait. Wetsuit Wednesday, yeah. that's right. Travis, we're going to see you on television uh, later this evening because uh, you've got the Ahead of the Storm Severe Weather Show. 
Hey, we do. And it's, you know, uh, each year we obviously get into spring severe weather season. We have a lot of people move into Tulsa yearly, and we just feel that it's a very important thing to brush up on, especially if you're a parent and you want to have your kids so that they don't freak out about the weather. Because we have a lot of parents that, like, freak out and kind of get nervous about, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Well, then the kids see that, and then they kind of grow up and feel that same way. So the idea is to try to make sure that everybody knows, has the education of just what it's like to live here. Don't be too upset. Know what to expect. And then things just turn out a lot better. And kids grow up to accept the fact. It's like, hey, there's severe weather. Okay, we know what to do. Um, I got a question. I'm actually about to move into a house. And a lot of the houses we looked at had a basement, which is good for tornado weather. But this particular house that I'm moving into doesn't have anything like that. So for a homeowner like that, we're just supposed to try to get into a room in the middle of the house. Or do you get in the tub? Or what, what does somebody in that situation do? Well, it's real interesting, guys, especially when you come from different parts of the country, uh, because, you know, this part of the country has really bad soil and therefore it shrinks and swells. So there's very few homes that actually have basements uh, around here just because of the uh, high cost of trying to maintain that type of house. So very few have those basements. And because of that, yes, we have to stay pretty much right above the the, the level and uh, the floor plan level. And so what you have to do is go to the middle part of your home. We like it if the uh, bathrooms are in the center part of the house. That gives us a little bit better opportunity to put yourself in a bathtub because, believe it or not, bathtubs are a good place because it's basically a reinforced area. And then also even a few pipes in the wall, like for plumbing, that makes a huge difference on the walls and the sturdiness of the walls. And I find that interesting. We've gone in behind after some tornadoes and looked at some of the homes and the structure and the damage to them. And some of these rooms um, that have their walls still remaining are usually bathrooms. And a lot of it has to do with the pipes that are in the wall. That just is enough to help reinforce some of that. The majority of the tornadoes aren't nearly that strong. But for the few that are, uh, those are good places to be. Center part of your house, away from outside windows and walls. And then also, if you can, and have time, like a tub. People try to grab a mattress and pull a mattress into the ba- uh, bathroom. That is like wasting a lot of time. So I wouldn't advise that because some people get wedged in the hallway and can't get it in there. But we've had that happen before where people are trying to actually take some type of mattress and put it over the top of it. It's good to have something, but again, you don't want to get stuck in the hallway with a mattress. Wow, I would have never considered the pipes either. No, uh, that never would have crossed yeah. my mind. Huh. You learn yeah. something new every day. I guess that it works. That's why you're the meteorologist and I'm just here on the radio. <laughs> yeah, it's an important thing to know. That's all I can say. What's your home address, Travis? <laughs> uh, I can't really tell you for sure. It's, just, it's not too far from the uh, Tulsa County uh, jails. Uh, that's just going to say that. It's somewhere out there, somewhere in this area. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to yep. see you. Uh, I guess the idea, Travis, is that we need to take weather seriously, but we don't need to let it like ruin our lives with worrying. And if we take proper precautions, which you're going to help us along with, then we can go on to live a responsible life without being scared to death of weather every single moment. Exactly. I mean, to me, that's a big key. No matter where you live, if you've uh, lived in Nashville like you guys, or if you lived in Mississippi, or if you've lived in Oklahoma, Texas, or Kansas, the Pretty much the whole idea is like, hey, this is going to happen. I mean, if you're in the West Coast, you know, earthquakes used to be at least more likely in the West Coast instead of here in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, you just kind of prepare for whatever you have, hurricanes on the Gulf Coast, and you know what to do. Then that way it's just not a big deal, and it doesn't doesn't ruin your life. It doesn't uh, pretty much own you uh, when you get in severe weather season. We have a lot of people where they're stressed out really bad. They have a lot more fear factor because of things that have happened to them Mm -hmm. in the past and 
we weren't prepared. So those are the key issues that we want to make sure people just take a deep breath. You go, all right, here we go. Let's make it happen. If we're, if we're ever at work and the tornado sirens go off, would you come downstairs and hold Daniel? Because he gets real nervous. Uh, I would <laughs> rather have him go ahead and try to get a mattress. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Well played, Trav. You, you, know well you know why I'm nervous? When I was a, a young boy in elementary school, if there was a tornado warning at my school, they, they said, okay, everybody get into the hall, sit down, and put your head in between your legs. And then they said, that's your legs, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. Oh, God. Daniel. Oh, oh. Uh, what an idiot, oh. Travis. I'm sorry about that. That was, yeah. That was terrible. That went south. Uh, Travis, we're going to see you tonight. <laughs> News on 6, uh, ahead I, of the storm. Severe weather show that um, tonight from 8 until 8.30. And we'll be watching, Travis. Thank you so much for time this morning. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks, guys. All right, bye-bye. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the 